Well, welcome to the Speaking Your Lingo podcast. My name is Shane Lingo, and I'm super excited for you to join me today because this is the launch of our very first episode of Speaking Your Lingo. And for you, that means you get to join in and start the journey right along with me as we go towards the mission, vision, and values of what Speaking Your Lingo is all about. And really, that's the goal of this very first episode is to talk about Speaking Your Lingo as far as what are we about? What is our vision? What is our mission? Why Speaking Your Lingo? And so I'm hoping to answer all of those questions for you today on this very first episode. So I wanted to start out by reading our vision statement. And if you go to our website, www.speakingyourlingo.com, you can find this vision statement on our about page and learn even more about what we're about. But I wanted to take some time to, to read this for you. There are many great thinkers of the past, and with each generation, we are moving further away from them. These brilliant men and women had a gold mine of insights and ideas that many of us are now missing out on. Our goal at Speaking Your Lingo is to dig up these valuable insights and shine a light on them for our current cultural moment. We want to share these insights in a way that honors those of the past and yet speaks the lingo of this generation. Welcome to Speaking Your Lingo, helping this generation think well. And so that's our goal is really to be able to look to these great men and women of the past to dig up those valuable insights and to take them and to be able to apply them to our current day. And as we do that, our goal is to be able to move towards truth, beauty, and goodness. And we're going to talk more about that later on in the podcast. But those are those three things are the focus or what we're trying to move towards is this idea of truth, beauty, and goodness. And so I want to take a moment to break apart this vision statement and really focus in on this idea of what it means to think well. And so I have three things that I think are important when it comes to learning how to think well. And the first is this, it's understanding why you believe what you believe. You know, we all have different beliefs and worldviews and a part of thinking well is digging down and trying to understand where our worldview came from and really what's underneath it, like what supports that worldview. And so back in the day when I used to work with students in a different context than what I get to do now, this was one of my goals is to challenge them to think well. And, and I guess really that's, that's still my goal is as, we're, as I'm teaching history and as I'm teaching government is to really challenge students to understand why they believe what they believe. Because it's easy for us to and this includes me, to just believe and accept an idea because either our parents taught it to us or because media tells us something or culture tells us something and whatever it may be, but that's not a great foundation for a belief. There has to be more than that. Can we also use our logic and reason? And are we looking to people of the past and are we reading both sides of an issue? Are we asking ourselves the right questions? Like, does this correspond with reality? In other words, does this make sense with the way things really are? Again, where do the facts point us? And as I study history and as I use logic and as I, as I use my reasoning, um, where does that ultimately get me? And when I look at my own worldview and I take that apart, I can ask myself, does this need to shift based off of what is true, Right. And so um, the second thing that I want to point to when it comes to thinking well is understanding the ideas, ideologies, and worldviews of people you disagree with. That's just as important as understanding your own worldview is being able to understand others' worldview and 
either how it lines up with your own worldview or maybe how it how it doesn't, right? And so when I was getting my undergrad, I had a professor that talked about the ability to take in and consider different ideas and points of views uh, that aren't your own. And it takes humility to be able to do this because you're essentially allowing for the possibility that you don't know something or that you could be wrong. And I think for all of us, really, that's where, where learning starts. And so this allowed me to feel free to be able to kind of open up my mind to ideas that I had never really thought about before to challenge my worldview and to also challenge others' worldviews by taking in those ideas that I might at first just disagree with and essentially allow them, put them in my brain and to shift those ideas around, to think about those ideas, to take it in almost as if it was my own. But then when I'm done with that idea, to set it aside because it ultimately didn't make sense. It ultimately didn't add up to the test of either the facts or what I know to be true, right? And so it's to be able to take these ideas, to think about them, not to not be scared to wrestle with ideas that aren't your own and to really challenge those ideas. And when we do that, we come out on the other side more confident usually within our views, or if not, we allow our views to shift and hopefully better align with ultimately what is true. And then I would say lastly and third, the ability to communicate all of these things in a rational and a loving way. And I think that's important to be able to clearly articulate our beliefs. It's one thing to be able to hold uh, good beliefs or to, to hold beliefs that are true, but it's another thing to be able to be able to communicate those ideas and to be able to articulate them in a way where others can understand them, where you can be challenged on those ideas and stand the test of those challenges. And so really these are three, I think, basic ways that we start to learn how to think well. And I'm sure there's more that I could add to the list uh, and I'm sure I will later on, but that's kind of where I start. And so that's what we wanna do when it comes to speaking your lingo as we help this generation think well is we want to challenge our worldview. Uh, we want to challenge other worldviews and we want to um, ask great questions along the way. And even as I say the phrase, ask great questions, I feel like I could go even further on what it means to think well. But we'll stop there for today as far as that goes. And I wanna look at our quote of the day, which really leans into what we've been talking about. And so today's quote of the day, as I read it, I wanna see if you can guess who said it. It says this, tradition means giving votes to the most obscure of all classes, our ancestors. It is the democracy of the dead. Tradition refuses to submit to the small and arrogant oligarchy of those who merely happen to be walking about. The man who said that was G.K. Chesterton. Uh, and for those of you who are new to G.K. Chesterton and to his work, he's known by many as the Prince of Paradox. He was born in London in 1874 and lived until the age of 62. Uh, he's known as an English writer, a philosopher, Christian apologist, and he's best known for his great work, The Napoleon of Notting Hill, The Everlasting Man, and his books from the Father Brown Detective Series. And so G.K. Chesterton, he comes up with this, this brilliant quote about tradition and really the importance of tradition. And one of the reasons I think this is so important when we look at our current cultural moment is because as a culture, we're valuing tradition less and less. 
you know, where do we get most of our information and wisdom? And if you want to call it that, uh, we're looking to things like TikTok and Facebook and social media in general and, and YouTube, right? And not that these things are bad. There is some wisdom to be gained on there. I mean, in fact, I'm doing a podcast right now, but we're losing, I think, the value that we once had when it came to respecting those of the past, giving a voice as Chesterton is talking about, giving a voice to those who are no longer with us. And in that we lose, we lose out on this great tradition that has been before us for years and years, this tradition that has been built on and we miss out on the wisdom. And when it comes to tradition, it's, it's so important for us to to look back to the tradition of the past. And I know for those, especially those who are younger, hearing the word even tradition might be kind of kind of a put off to them. But when we look at tradition, we get to learn about the great things that have been accomplished before us. And tradition really teaches us the valuable insights that help to shape our culture and help to, to shape us, right? And those things that really make us better as a culture and better as human beings. We get to find those things when we study history, when we look to the past. And, and that's what we hope to do. That's what I hope to do when it comes to speaking your lingo. I hope to, as we pursue truth and beauty and goodness, and as we look to these things, and as we strive to do those things to help this generation think well, that will give a voice to those of the past, that will look back to that tradition, that will dig up again these valuable insights and these things that are so often missed out on. We we kind of just have this idea that only uh, you know modern people have great wisdom and insight and ideas. And, and really, the more that we read and the more that we study and the more that we look to the past, the more we realize that's not true. The more it helps us to think well, right? The more it helps expand our worldview and our thoughts. And this is one of the reasons that I've learned to really enjoy reading. It's because as I pick up these old books by these authors who have been, you know, dead and gone for hundreds of years or even thousands of years, they have an, an insight to the world that is different than my own. Their current, their cultural moment looked different than my own. And so it allows me to have a greater perspective on life. I think about authors like C.S. Lewis and how he was alive during World War II and how that expanded, having World War II as the backdrop of his life and even living through World War I would give someone such a different and greater perspective on life than maybe what I experience today. And you go further back than that. You go back to ancient times and you talk about writers like Aristotle and Plato and and Socrates, and you, you talk about men like that and you read what they had to say, right? And, and the, the further we go back, the, the more different the world looked, and yet we can gain this great perspective on life. And sometimes we just have this idea that in our current cultural moment that we have gotten smarter and smarter, but the more that we read, the more that I read, the more that I look back and you just realize that's not true. And there's so much to be dug up uh, that can give us such a greater perspective on life in the world. And why would we want to waste that? Why would we want to ignore that? And so Part of what we're going to do again on Speaking Your Lingo is we're going to look at these topics of philosophy, history, theology, and we're going to be able to take those ideas and we're also going to be able to apply those ideas to our current cultural moment and see why they're important, why they were important, not just for those of the past, but why they're important for us today. 
And so hopefully overall, this gives you a taste for what speaking your lingo is about and what you can expect in the future and kind of where we're going as we pursue truth, beauty, and goodness. And so as we wrap up today, I want to thank you for joining me and for listening to this first episode of Speaking Your Lingo. If you enjoyed what you heard and you're looking forward to hearing more, I want to encourage you to subscribe to this podcast. You can also go to our website, again, speakingyourlingo.com, and you can subscribe to our blog. Uh, What I hope to do in the future is to have different blog posts that actually align with and go with these different podcasts. And so make sure to go there as well. Again, that's www.speakingyourlingo.com and you can subscribe to our blog as well as subscribe to our podcast. Until next time, thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.